Welcome to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. Prepare your heart for laughter and tears as we share the unpolished stories of the homeless and hurting, hope and transformation. Here is your host, Director of the Union Gospel Mission, Pastor Tim Lane. Thank you guys for joining us today. I really appreciate it. I got a special guest with me today. You know, there's those people in your life that you just know they care about you. I get texts from him all the time saying, brother, I love you. I'm praying for you and and all those things. And I got to tell you that those are not insincere things. Those are the real deal. Matter of fact, when I was homesick, I'd lost my wife. I was, uh, it was about six months ago. And I was extremely sick myself. I had gotten out of the hospital after 10 days or two weeks. I don't even remember. And I wasn't doing very well. Lost a lot of weight. I was weak. I was sick. Uh, hair was falling out, which, praise God, it grew back. Amen. But I was getting texts, and I got a text from an old familiar source that said, hey, brother, I love you. I'm so sorry to hear about what's gone on. And and. He kept texting me, and minute that we could get together, we were back having lunch or breakfast, whatever we were up to. We have uh, been at tournaments together, and and I am I am honored to say that that Ron Harden from Epic Bible College is he. You know what? He's Doctor Ron Harden. He's president of the college. He's a man of God. But you know what? To me, he's also my friend. Yeah. And so I got him here today, and we wanted to talk a little bit about the mission and a little bit about about the college and a whole lot about Jesus. How's that? Oh, I love that, Pastor. (laughs) Thanks so much. And I love UGM. I'm so stoked that we've been, actually, you remember, Epic's been there for 12 years, every Friday night for 12 years. Of course, not these last couple of months, but we're down there. And I love to come down myself and to see the great work that is there. Just to thank you for your faithfulness and all the lives that are being touched. You know what? Uh, I, I appreciate that. You know, I appreciate what you say. And, and yes, I've been director there for 15 years. And before that, I'd been coming down on the fourth Saturday of the month for years and years and years with the church that I was at, uh, that I was bringing the church that I was serving at. I was a bivocational pastor, so uh, I had the little church and then I had a, a daytime job. And so uh, late, you know, 15 years ago, they called and asked if I would come down and talk to the board, and I said I would come down and talk to the board. I prayed about it, and they decided that uh, I was the guy for that job, and I'm, I'm grateful that God laid that on my heart, but it also gave me some opportunities, and one of the opportunities was to meet you, you know, for the first time, and then we also had an opportunity not too many years ago that we needed a facility to hold our graduation. And our guys need to feel special when they graduate because they are Amen. special and it's a special time for them. You know, when we graduate from college, you know, that's a pretty big deal. But when these guys are graduating from the mission, it means two things it means that they've gone through our nine month drug and alcohol rehabilitation program. And many times it means that they have also come to a, a saving, changing, 
love of Jesus Christ, right? Oh, amen. And I've seen so many of them, Pastor, to be able to go through. And we've had many of your graduates come Mm -hmm. and get their training at Epic, whether they Mm -hmm. wanted to know the Lord more, be a better worker in their church, or they feel called to the ministry. Thanks for trusting us. And I'm going to say to you, the graduates we've had from the mission have been true servants of the Lord Jesus Christ. They never asked for things. They were always willing, like Ron Smith and Michael (laughs) and others, that served as our student body presidents, even, elected by the students, that said, you know, what can I do to serve. And that shows me your leadership uh-huh. and all the folks that are Pastor Mooney and others that have served by the lives that you've changed. So thanks. Well, no, thank you. And you have been so gracious as to open up your facility and come and give that charge to the men many times, oh, right? I love it. And I got to tell you, uh, I don't know if I told you, I probably did because, you know, I'm getting a little older, so I repeat myself. <laughs> but Ron Smith was a guy that uh, graduated from our program, went on, he became president of the I mean, the student body president. And so he and his lovely wife were coming out. Uh, his wife's name is Cheryl. And they were coming out to have dinner with Olga and I. And this is several years ago. And uh, I was kind of in the doldrums a little bit for a few weeks. You know, people don't think pastors ever get the blues. Uh-huh. But sometimes we get the blues. That, now, we shouldn't. Because Jesus is Jesus all the time. Amen. And even when we're not as faithful as we should be, he is constant faithful. And so, but I, I was a little blue. I wasn't depressed. I was just a little blue. Things had happened, you know. And so I was going to have uh, dinner with Ron and Cheryl and Olga and I. And so he came out, and it was an uplifting time. And so I came on the radio, and I told him, I said, you know what? I've been a little bit down the last couple of weeks. And I said, but I had dinner with a friend, and I was uplifted. I said, now, I've got to tell you that he's younger than me. He's better looking than me. He's got a better car than I do, a bigger house than I do, and he's better educated than I am. And I paid for dinner. And I said, now, you you, <laughs> you would say, how come that uplifted you? I said, because when I met him, he was pushing a cart down the street filled with tin cans and copper wire. And he looked like his own father. He was what they call out on the street, sucked up. We would say he was gaunt. And he looked old and just six months later, he had filled out. He looked, you know, he's got that kind of Denzel Washington thing mm-hmm. happen, wouldn't yeah. you say? Oh, I mean, yeah, excellent. He doesn't look like Denzel, but he's got that kind of look about him. And so so what encouraged me was here's a man that came to the mission, and we had a little bit of a problem. Only man I've ever said, you stay where you're at, my friend. I'm coming out to pick you up. But... So that's part of God's plan, too, because those things I said were true, you know, but we celebrate the success of our brothers and sisters in Amen. Christ, right? Yes, Especially sir. Yes, sir. a man. I, I was so privileged, brother, to be able to be in his wedding party as one of his groomsmen yeah. when he married again the wife of his youth, and it was a lovely wedding, and they were a lovely couple and still are. And I understand he's he got his master's degree, and I don't know if he got his Ph.D. yet. 
Uh, uh, he's working on some stuff there right now, just getting things ready for more counseling and just doing it, training and trusting lives there right. with his alcohol and counseling rehabilitation studies he's done. He's just, as I'd say, like you, uh, brother, he's got more degrees than a thermometer. He's using them. <laughs> he's using them too. Amen. Yeah, it's 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 good to have more degrees than a thermometer, but you got to run just as hot, right? Oh, come on, I like that. <laughs> but Ron, uh, Ron even wrote a book, and unfortunately, I haven't read it yet. But he did write a book, as my understanding is. Yes. And I got to get in touch with him. Maybe you and I and he can go out to lunch. Oh, we would love long. that. Yeah, his book, Pastor, delivered two choices. Delivered two choices. We have two paths to go on. And Amen. It's hit a lot of lives out there. In fact, Pastor uh, Ron Smith is actually three years ago became a member of our board of trustees. That's wonderful. So he's an alumni. He's a great man in the community. So Because we've got about 40 different denominations that recognize our training, so many different groups out there. So we've got a good mixture of students, good mixtures of the trustee folks that are there. So Ron showed himself faithful, and that's what he did. Yes, and you know, uh, that's so true, and I'm so proud of Ron. You know, and don't misunderstand, guys. So many people in Christendom, the minute you you say I'm proud of you or or whatever, or take pride in something, they say, well, that's just sinful. No, mm-hmm. proud of somebody's accomplishments that they have done in the Lord is not pride. That is the kind of proud that you are as a father to a son Amen. when they're doing what they ought to do. It does. It warms our heart. It, it warms does. our heart for those areas. And we see Ron and what he's doing and his two boys that he has, and now yeah. their lives have been impacted and changed because they've seen the change in their father. I was uh, talking to somebody just this afternoon in a meeting there and remembered the scripture. Fathers, provoke not your sons that's unto right. wrath. That's There's right. Sometimes that's what we end up doing. We end up provoking somebody instead of just saying, you know what, you can make it. Because Ron is like you and me, Pastor. He just... He was lost out there. All of us were lost. Oh, brother. But he wants us all to come to him. And so we come with open arms. Now, that doesn't mean we don't encourage him along like you did to say, hey, hey, let's let's make sure you toe the line on this because it's good for you. It It is. And I wasn't easy on him. I, I, He had had a little stumble, and I'm sure he would tell you about it. I've heard him talk about it before. I wouldn't, I wouldn't betray any confidences, mm-hmm. but— he had a little stumble. He was going to Epic Bible College, but he, he had one night where he, he went out. But here's the difference between him and about every other guy that I've run into. He called me right after he stumbled in the middle of that addiction. And he said, he's in tears, and he said, Pastor, I, 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 I stumbled. I said, what did you do, brother? He told me. I said, okay. I said, do you want this to be the end of your recovery? No, Pastor. I said, okay, so here's what we're going to do. Steve and I are piling in the van right now. I don't care where you are. You don't move one foot off of where you are. I'm coming to pick you up. He's the only guy we've ever done that with. But God had a plan. Amen. And so I took him, and I put him in the van, and I was was irritated for sure. You You know, when our children, and he's not my child, but... When our children, when our loved ones, when our uh, people that are close to us, as Ron was close to me, when they do those things, we, we are angry out of hurt, not, and not hurt for ourselves, but and fear for them in, a, in yes. a way. And so I picked him up. I brought him back. I said, here's what you're going to do, brother. If you really want to have recovery, you're going to stay here 
for the next, I, you could ask, Ron, I, I forget if it was 30 days or 90 days or whatever. I said, and you're not going to leave the campus except to go to Epic. And, you know, I don't want you to, to give up Amen. on that. So, you know, he came, I guess he talked to you about yes. it. And we kept him on campus. And and I was, I made him toe the line. I said, you don't get to go anywhere, brother. You don't get to go anywhere. But it, again, it wasn't as a punishment it was, I wanted him here to realize. And by the way, not to, not to give a sermon, but the bottom line is that God does that for us sometimes. Yes, he does. Sometimes you go through a terrible, hard time, and you are going, oh, Lord, you know, I, I, I did this, and God must hate me. He's, so, he, he's just really putting it on me. No, it's the exact opposite. He loves you so much, he's not willing for you to live in that kind of a life. That's right. That's right. So Ron came back, never had another issue yeah. with that. But in as as my dear friend said just a minute ago, Ron is now a counselor in drug addiction, not at the mission, but uh, he is in, in that, writing books and everything, and not writing books out of pride and, and that kind of stuff, but because he's been there. Yeah. And he knows that the life of a redeemed, I mean, for heaven's wow. sakes, right? Amen. And by the way, to your point about the 40 different denominations, we were talking at lunch the other day, if you remember, you know, and I talk a lot, by the way, so. <laughs> oh, hey, man, we do. We love it. Come on. <laughs> so, but we were just talking about the fact, I happen to be uh, a Southern Baptist, but I love all believers in Christ, and, and, and Ron is a, uh, a different denomination, but he loves all people yes. as long as we are truly in Christ Jesus Come and on. not just pretenders to the faith. Amen, amen. And so we were talking about uh, George Whitfield, and uh, we were talking about his, uh, his uh, breakup with— um, <laughs> Oh, Moody. No, no uh, well, at any rate, uh, Charles, uh, you know, it's uh, it's horrible to get old, brother. Oh, uh, Charles Finney. You know, well, let's just go with that. Amen. Amen. And they were of different denominations. I'm going to get calls on this, by oh, the yeah, way. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Charles, uh, no, it was Wesley, John Wesley. Thank you. And so they had been evangelizing together, and they had some difference in theological outlooks, right? And so both of them men of God, both of them loving God. And so unkindly, a reporter came up and said to him, to George Whitfield, he said, you think you're going to see uh, John Wesley in heaven? He said, oh, no, brother, I don't think so, because I think that he shall be very, so very close to the throne of God, and I so very far away, I would not recognize him. So that what that means that when we are walking in the faith and we're we're not talking about churches that are not preaching the gospel we're not talking about churches that are not in Christ but you know there's 95% of the gospel message or of the bible that we all agree with amen and there's some minor little points sometimes that we don't agree with sometimes they're a little bigger but unless they're a salvetic problem yes sir yes sir. then we're good to go. Come on. And uh, you know what? Dr. Harden and I have been good friends for a long time. Yes, sir. We sure have. And now he's not – He. I used to think a lot more of him because he was a lot more of, 
He was 245 pounds, and now he's like 185 pounds. So there's less of him, but uh, I just I love him just as amen, much. Amen, amen. Come on, Pastor. I know it. And I'm feeling good. And thank you for bringing that out because we were just sharing with some of the folks here at the station. Yeah. I'm not sick. I got number seven grandbaby coming in August, and I said, you know what? I want to be healthier. My wife and I just celebrated 40.5 years married, 40 and a half years married. So, you know, she was six. I was eight when we got married, kind of like you and Olga. Yeah, yeah, you guys yeah. were just in like <laughs> elementary school, I think. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't know if you know this, but forty point how how what was forty point five forty and a half forty point five years. Do you know that that is eighty one marriage in Hollywood? Whoa, because <laughs> those folks can't stay married for more than about yeah. six months, right? That's right. That's hey, right. listen, you know what? You're where did you meet your lovely bride? Met at Dewiner Schnitzel Hot Dogs. Uh, right there, really? 1975, it was in North Sacramento because I grew up. And, of course, you know my voice got kind of have a little oaky twang because I was born in the south, Southern California. Yes, oh, those people there. Whew. Yeah, yeah. But Mama from Kentucky, Daddy from Tennessee, they kind of taught me how to talk. So. Talk. But I was actually, uh, I was there, I was going to American River at the time thinking I would be a nuclear physicist. I gave my life to Jesus two years before that at a Billy Graham crusade in Oakland, California. 65,000 people down there. Pastor, the Oakland Coliseum became the tabernacle for me. That's where I came to know Jesus when Billy Graham said, come just as you are. And I, oh, I did, I did. And my life has changed. So she was a Christian, I was a Christian. I was telling people about Jesus at the place and the uh, owner of the place, he was an old coke snorter, had a lot of money there, made a lot of money. He says, hey, Ron, I got this preacher's daughter I hired for you because these other girls around here, you, you'll like this girl here. So I said, oh, come on, Ray, you need Jesus, buddy. Come on. And the Lord used it. The Lord used Amen. it. We met. And, of course, that's been now, wow, Pastor, that's been 46 years this year. Well, I can tell because it hasn't been Der Schnitzel in like 40 years. It's just Schnitzel. See, old school. And by the way. You know, I love to talk to people that went to American River because I went to American River, and the here you want to know what I remember the most? When you go down Winding Way on a rainy day, you're going to get stuck in three feet of water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All the time out by the old field. But, you know, uh, it's funny. I did not go to Wienersensel when I met Olga. I want you to know we were much classier than that, sir. Amen. I met her, and uh, I took her to Yogi Bear Restaurant. Whoa. If you remember, it used to be out on Arden Way. Hey, 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 boo-boo. And we had boo-boo burgers. (laughs) So, (laughs) true story. Uh, But at any rate, unfortunately, we were not Christians at the time, but the Lord so favored us is to reach down from heaven to grab us together amen and uh when i was 28 years old i i walked down the the aisle for baptism i was baptized in a little church out by mariposa a little southern baptist church and uh you know what every day i think of how how graced i was by god to reach down, save me from eternal hell, Yes, save her, and uh, put us together for about 47 years. And so people ask me, well, how do you cope with it? Well, there's no coping with it. I'm grateful for what we had. And, you know, here's one of the things, a key, I think, for a lot of us out there is 
what we tend to do is we tend to think about what we don't have mm-hmm. instead of giving thanks for what we do yes, have. Yes. You know, what is really the chief end of man? It is to glorify God. And he loves us and he 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 just changes our lives. And so am I am I sad? Yeah, I'm sad sometimes still about you know, I'll always miss her. Yes. But I'm also thinking of the three kids we have, you know, the yeah. the many memorable moments. Amen. And it's like brothers and sisters who've gone on to be with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Should we just always think about that last moment in time, or should we think about the whole beyond that we have? Come on, that's good, Pastor. You preach it. I'll turn the pages. That's a good word. (laughs) No, that's a good word. Well, thank you. That's kind of you. But the bottom line is, is, is but it also makes me think we need to love and appreciate and and do those things that we want to do with people that we love while they're here. Yes. Because— once they've gone, we're going to have to wait for a while for that reunion. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Fortunately, we have that reunion. Amen. You know, I don't want you to mourn the way the world mourns who has no hope. Right. Doesn't say you can't mourn, Mm-mm. but don't do it like them. No. You know where you're going and you know where they are. I told the students today in chapel and on Facebook, all the things we're having. We normally have chapels just during the regular time. We don't have them during finals, between break. But for the last year, we've been doing them every day and in the evening as well. So today I was telling them, like you were talking about, I said, folks, can I tell you something? I read the last chapter. We win. No. Come on. Are you serious yep. now? <laughs> and I said, and it says that we could have an assurity, not just the one right. I hope. Oh. It's blessed assurance. Jesus That's is right. mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Amen. Him, him. It's all about him. It is. It, it is all about him. And you know, you bring up an interesting point. When you say we have hope, we got to be careful because that's not the hope like, I hope that happens. Mm-hmm. No, that's an assured hope. That is, we know where we are. And you know what? Here's the thing. Jesus said, anybody, anyone that comes to me, I'm not going to turn them away. You're not going to be turned away. And if you come to him and he accepts you, he saves you, he transforms you, how many is he going to lose? None. Come on. I'm not going to lose any that the Father gave to me, right? Amen. Amen. And so our blessed assurance is really blessed assurance. And you know what? I am so glad that that's the truth because I'm going to tell you right now, brother, uh, I can't tell you the, the amount of times I have messed up in my Christian walk. Come on. You're <laughs> here. I think Amen. just maybe on the drive over. I'm not yeah. entirely sure. <laughs> I'm walking up in the elevator. Come yeah. on. Come yeah. on. So we've only got two minutes, and then I would like you to stay over for one more show, if you wouldn't mind, my brother. Oh, my brother, that'd be my joy. Would you like to say something to those people out there that, whatever you'd like to say. Oh, can I tell you today, the greatest thing you could ever do, Pastor Tim, myself, made that choice. I made mine years ago to say, Jesus, come into my life. Please forgive me of all my wrong. I need you. I need your help. I need your peace. I need your restoration. And not just for stuff he's going to do, but for who he is. And can I tell you the greatest thing? You will never be alone again if you turn to him. Amen. 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 And we're, we're really out of time, but... I got to tell you, uh, I love sitting here talking uh, to Dr. Harden. 
I like talking to them at restaurants, too. It's not just on the air that we get to talk. And you know what? I got to tell you, I always get excited. And so we're out of time, but I couldn't, I couldn't agree more with Dr. Harden here that there is no greater thing you can ever do than to bow your knees and to raise your hands and ask Jesus to come in and transform you. And so as always, my brothers and sisters, may God hold you in the palm of his hand until we meet again. God bless you guys. listening to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. If your heart's been touched and you want to know more about the work of the mission, log on to UGMSAC.com, UGMSAC.com. To donate clothing, food, time, or financial help, call 916-447-3268, 916-447-3268. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again next week at the same time for Voices from the Street.